0: Hello, basic snitches. Hello. We are starting book six today. Isn't that crazy? Ridiculous.
1: Book six.
0: Yes. Which is the half from the 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 half, half brunch breaks.
1: Ooh, brunch! I know that's mm. what I was
0: about to say. Your Tara's ordering food. We just finished recording on Zoom with Alex in our last episode. I have a little bit of a tummy ache, so I was drinking tea. Anyways, Yay. this is not a food podcast. Well, which is surprising it's because we tend to talk about food we pretty do often. Love food. But no, today we are discussing chapter one. Of Harry Potter and the Half Blood Prince.
1: The other minister.
0: Yes, because we, you just said it at the end of the last episode and I already forgot what it was.
1: <laughs>
0: Let's acknowledge some patrons. We have Ashley, Brian, Brittany, Jen, Layla, Marybeth, Megan, Nisi, Olivia, Nicole, and Rath. If you would like to be added to that list, please join us at Patreon.com/slash Basics Snitches. For three to ten dollars a month, you can get a whole bunch of extra lovely content, opportunities to meet us face to face, and be recognized in every single one of our episodes. Join today!
1: Patreon people,
0: beautiful song.
1: Yeah,
0: I do what I can. So, who won and lost the last chapter?
1: Nobody. Nobody.
0: That segment's easy this time around. Woo! Tara wrote a thing.
1: I wrote a thing and I sent it to
0: you. Yes. Here we go. Chapter one of Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, The Other Minister. The nameless prime minister, historically it was Sir John Major... Holy shit, you did your research. I did some research. You're like, it's... Where I is, used Google! <laughs> we're in season six now. We're gonna start, like, being accurate and shit.
1: No, we aren't. Has
0: <laughs> had a bad week. A bridge has collapsed. There have been two scandalous murders. His junior minister has been super weird, and there was even a freak hurricane. At least the media has something interesting to focus on. Anyway, after the shit week he's had, it somehow manages to get worse. With a visit from our very own piece of garbage fudge packer yeah not a good time for anybody so, whenever Cornelius Dumbfudge shows up, it's always with bad news. First, it's that wizards exist, but he can't tell anyone because people will think he's crazy. Then it's a murderer who broke out of prison. Then it's dragons being brought into the country. Then more murderers breaking out of prison. And today, it's to tell him that the ultimate most evil wizard of the times, absolutely not dead, like he said before. And also that maybe that wizard who could, cannot be named can also not be killed. But don't worry. Wizards are handling it. Then, finally, after waiting three fourths of the chapter to read words we've longed to read since the end of book four, we learn that Fudge Packer was sacked! And there's a new miniature. And there's a new minister of magic. (laughs) Glitched out there or something. The new minister, Rufus Scrimmager shows up and gives the Prime Minister the deets on his amazing security detail. Kingsley Shacklebolt is a wizard. Scrimmager and Fudge leave together and the Prime Minister probably contemplates changing his name and moving to another country. I'd say.
1: (laughs) I would. Fuck that.
0: You got this portrait in your office that is like Mrs. Black in the... And uh, you
1: can't get rid of that shit.
0: And sometimes it talks and then all of a sudden this Uh motherfucker comes in. Well, uh, on that note, let's transition to our book discussion. Literally what I have written down is, oh great, we open this book up with muggle politics. Boring! (laughs) And of course, it's the bridge collapsing. It's interesting that this is the perspective that we get to see after all of this has happened, because I feel like as you're especially reading the last couple of books, in the back of your mind, you must be thinking to a degree, okay, how does this impact like the regular world?
1: I think that it's actually fantastic that we get to have this particular point of view. This is one of my favorite chapters in the entire series. I think it is so interesting to give us this other perspective. And the only character in the chapter that we know is someone that we don't even like. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm not like, oh my God, I love this chapter. But I think in like context, if I were to choose like favorite chapters, this is... It's not my favorite chapter in this book, but it's definitely like a top 15 or whatever, about top 20. Because it's so unique. And the cool thing is, is like this book starts off in such an interesting pattern because in book five, we got the first chapter with Harry again. Mm -hmm. But if you think about it, we don't start the book with Harry like we used to. Mm -hmm. You know, he's technically not active in the first chapter of the first book because he's a child. So that we only get two three and five that start with harry yes you know and this one especially is cool because you get this one and then you get another chapter without harry
0: yeah so that's what i was going to say is that this harkens back to the beginning of book four Mm -hmm. it's interesting because beginning of book one makes a lot of sense because what i was about to say is we get dursley 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 frank Bryce, dursley fudge but you're completely right. Like, yes, Harry is there at the beginning of book one, but it doesn't make sense to start immediately. This is a nice departure, and I guess it does make sense. After, like, the huge ending of the last book, where do we go from here? For them to open it up and saying, okay, the Muggle world is being impacted, and it's also an interesting way that they chose to kind of do, like, a quick recap. Especially that it harkens back to what Dumbledore said in that final, one of, well, it's not the final, but one of the final chapters where he's like, oh, well, I wanted to tell you about this at the end of this year. But then I was like, you're too young. And then blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, blah, It brings us back into this world in a different perspective, but also sort of finishing off where we finished in the last book to yeah. a
1: degree. But we still get a little bit of a recap right. in this chapter and i think that that's why i like it is because we get it from a muggle perspective Mm. until this moment we really weren't thinking about how it affected the muggle world when harry sees in the third book the news saying that sirius black this mass murderer we see that and then he spends the part of book five at the beginning listening to the muggle news because he's like well if it's really big it's going to be in the muggle world In book four, did we think about the fact that they had to tell the prime minister that we're bringing dragons to your country? So, FYI. You know, like, I didn't think about that, but then here you get it. This guy who just wanted to come and do his job is like, what the fuck?
0: It's interesting to think about all these things from the past few books that have happened that they are required based on their own laws to tell Muggles. Yeah especially now that we are going to see a lot more of those ramifications. Because there have been some instances, I guess, like that instance where he's listening to the news of thinking, okay, how does the line between these two worlds bleed? Now, while I was reading this, I was also kind of thinking, like, current events, Mm -hmm. how is it happening between the two worlds in these instances of, like, the last administration, let's even say. If someone had to go tell those pieces of shit, oh hey guess what there's wizards mm-hmm. but you can't tell anybody because people think that you're crazy it's like all right well we already do so <laughs> the, well, bar, the bar now, has lowered <laughs> now
1: we sing the wizards are real oh my god, well, well, we're yes. gonna be like okay
0: yeah it's it's interesting to think when like the world doesn't feel real anymore that almost feels more plausible i suppose Especially, you know, I had mentioned it very briefly in the last episode, but a lot of people I think are waking up to how we've been programmed and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. So if someone were to say, yes, there is this entire world, you know, I think of like some of the NASA stuff. I don't know how much you've seen this on like TikTok or Instagram or anything, but some of those pictures of Jupiter. And if you think of the way that light moves through space, if somebody were to be on a far off planet and their telescope would be able to see Earth, they would be watching the ancient Egyptians building the pyramids because of how long it takes for mm-hmm. light to travel. Which then causes you to think about time and space and all of these things. And and these things
1: that are happening simultaneously but not really. Yeah. yeah.
0: And, like, what else is kind of an illusion? That's been very top of mind lately. That's fascinating. You know, things about, like, timelines and listening to your higher self <laughs> things like that kind of came up here because it's like this poor minister who every time this motherfucker comes in and I even wrote down, the prime minister was not remotely pleased to see Fudge. And I'm like, yeah, we aren't either. No. <laughs> we just not opened this guy. new book. We saw him get his to an extent when Dumbledore punted him into the sun at the last <laughs> book. And now here we are. First part of this book.
1: The first time I read this book, I was like, how the fuck is this guy still the minister of magic? And then, of course, you know, we get to that point in the chapter <laughs> where you're like, oh, good, he's not. Yeah. You know, but looking at it now, looking in the world that we live in, that would happen. I am more shocked that there is a new minister of magic at this point. Yeah. You know, just thinking about the way that politics continues to not handle things well. You know, it's just, it's one of those things where you're just like, well, that's good that there's someone yeah. else
0: there have definitely been parallels and things that we've seen that we apply to current day especially these last few books but perhaps this is just how it's always been politics has always been bullshit and people have never done their jobs and you almost feel for the prime minister because as he continues to come and tell him these things it's like oh hey by the way this is happening there's nothing you can do about it peace okay, what's even the point, almost? Right,
1: because now I'm going to panic about that. Uh Uh-huh.
0: Ignorance is bliss, to a degree. There's also been, you know, this theme, especially at the beginning of each of these books, of the comfort of muggles. And we see it at the very beginning of this series with the Dursleys and talking about Motherfuckers Drill Company and all this stuff. Well,
1: and the Dursleys still get to live in this fantasy nice world. Obviously, we get to see them in this book, too. They have always been our muggle liaison, I guess, into mm-hmm. the story. And this one is completely different stakes for this person. The Prime Minister knowing what's going on in the same world, in the same time and simultaneous happenings of the Dursleys, wh- however far away from wherever he is, dealing with their normal boring muggle shit. It's a very interesting contrast, mm-hmm. you know, because we don't see the big events of the Wizarding World hitting the Dursleys until the seventh book. We can't see them at the beginning, obviously, when they're like, here's a fucking child. But it's all been just specifically related to Harry. Mm-hmm. And not even like Harry, but the inconvenience of having this child in their home. And now you have this other outside view.
0: It, it made me think a lot about the comfort of Muggles in that ignorance. The minister mentions that <laughs> On point well here i am having to do like a press conference on like the corrosion of metal when in reality it's that this bridge was destroyed by evil wizard how am i supposed to like do that
1: how does he even literally like the very first page where he was like how is it my fault that there was a freak hurricane right there's something not to be like sympathetic toward politicians but i believe that People who have good intentions deserve to be granted a little bit of grace, at least. That is part of what being a politician is. Mm -hmm. All this shit being thrown at you. So when this is actually something that, like, not only could you not prevent an actual hurricane, but this was not even a real hurricane. Yeah. Come on. Yeah.
0: Like, is it easier talking about, like, the destruction of materials naturally over time? Or that this was a terrorist attack? But if you say it's a terrorist attack, people are going to look at you Mm -hmm. and think that you're fucked up it is a weird place there
1: is no good answer and no good way to handle it
0: and especially when there's it's this little green fuck up coming in drinking your own whiskey he's like a demented leprechaun you know
1: right you're already still trying to understand that wizards exist and you say send you this fucker. yeah who we know is bumbling and idiotic and stuff and like why has the ministry of magic not been sending someone articulate and intelligent To deal with the fucking Prime Minister. Well, I mean, at least Kingsley Shacklebolt is there.
0: At least Kingsley is there, and he is now. We learn, of course, some of that is because of Rufus. Yeah. But, yeah, it is kind of funny that the actual Prime Minister is looking at Fudge the same way that we do. And even, like, when he comes in, he's like, oh, well, actually, by the way, that serious black guy... He actually wasn't bad. It's a weird, refreshing thing for the reader to hear that he's admitting all of these things. Yeah.
1: It um, still makes me so mad.
0: That's exactly it. It's still, like, frustrating because it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, let me just sweep this under the rug that this happened. Like, and Oh, stuff. actually,
1: a man is um, dead. It's fine.
0: Yeah, Um. and, oh, yeah, I've been fired. I'm just coming here to tell you that this time on top of all this other stuff. Here's this other man.
1: Can we talk about when... Um, when, I think it's when Scrimgear gets there, because he's like, I have a letter, I had to finish a letter to Dumbledore, and Fudge is thinking, oh, well, good luck. They're setting it up in this chapter that the ministry is trying to get Harry to back them in their efforts, and I never realized it till this read. Whoa, raid.
0: okay, wait, give me more information about this. So... Let me clarify really quick yeah. by what you mean. So, after all of this shit of Harry is a fuck-up, Dumbledore is a bad guy, blah, 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 now that all of this truth has come to the light, now they're trying to spin it and be like, Okay, now we need your help. Is that what yeah. you mean? The audacity.
1: Yeah. So the portrait says that Scrimjar will be here in a moment, he's finishing a letter to Dumbledore, and Fudge says, I wish him luck. I've been writing to Dumbledore twice a day for the past fortnight, but he won't budge. If he'd just been prepared to persuade the boy, I might still be dot dot dot. Well maybe Scrimjar will have more success. So, whatever, Fudge and Scrimgeour and the ministry want Stumbledore to convince Harry. And then we, later on, it's a couple of chapters in when Scrimgeour comes to the Weasleys and tries to talk to Harry. Yeah. Or is that at Christmas time or something? Anyway, we'll get there. I think yeah. It's, like, that's what that's about. So, clearly, it has been a process
0: okay this is so that is a detail that i kind of glanced over but i, I had never
1: like, noticed. this is the first time i've noticed it in the chapter and i've yeah. read this book so many times yeah but that it was literally flat out said in front of some other people that he's just like yeah well good luck I it's can't so get interesting because it's
0: like you keep referring to him as a boy which at this point he's what 16 16 which yeah still very much a teenager but In the scope of everything that he's been through and now, 16, you know, let's relate that back to U.S. readership. That's when you learn how to drive, usually. It Mm -hmm. is a lot of coming of age. You really are thinking about college and becoming an adult. Stop referring to him as just a boy at mm-hmm. this point, especially when the last year you had a smear campaign against him. Right. Like, what do you fucking expect, you piece of shit, who, by the way, you're no longer minister of magic. It's just wild to yeah. think, but then again, do we put it past Fudge? Like, of course he's No,
1: he's, because he's also an idiot. Yeah.
0: Um, um, a couple other, like, little details in here, too. At the very beginning, they say the bones advance murders, and then they go into detail. It's mm-hmm. like, well, fuck, I mean, we knew it was coming right. but
1: I'm still confused as to why they say that Amelia Bones lived alone because did she not raise her niece?
0: I think she did, but maybe I don't know. Susan Bones was visiting Hannah or so I don't know. yeah, like, like, I, was like I was like, I was
1: like, what?" Or am I so influenced by whatever <laughs> story that Matt Cox put together and Yeah, ups?
0: To a degree that had to be somewhat true because we know that Susie's parents are dead and everything. Like, that is yeah. a part of the story. I don't know
1: what, at what point in the story that, I don't know, we'll have to explore that.
0: The most interesting about that one to me, get ready, Agatha Christie I'll mention it's in fun. three, two, one. 1. She was murdered in a room where the door was locked. There is an Agatha Christie book. That is the whole premise. Murder in Mesopotamia. Mm -hmm. And what it is, is there's a lot of Agatha Christie books that are about like archaeology and stuff based on one of her husband's work, including this one. And spoiler alert, I'm about to spoil a book that was written in the 40s or 50s. <laughs> Basically what it is, there's a window in the room, and there was like tapping on the window constantly. Someone was somehow tapping, and of course it was on the second floor, but it was from above. Someone was tapping on the window. And so finally when the person went to go look out the window, the killer dropped like a big stone on the person's head, knocked him out, they passed back out in the room. And then somehow they closed the window again. I can't remember what it was. But, yeah, that's immediately where my brain went was, oh, it's Murder in Mesopotamia. Poor poor Amelia
1: Bones. We love her. We do.
0: And, like, we didn't get to spend a lot of time with Emmeline Vance, but it was set up very early that she was one of the good guys in the last book. So, of course, they are brought up here. One of the times when Fudge came and talked very specifically was along the same lines of, oh, by the way, we're bringing dragons and a sphinx into your Mm -hmm. country. It was almost like the premise of him coming was, hey, the dark mark was viewed at the Quidditch World Cup.
1: But it doesn't mean anything.
0: Yeah. I was like, why would that be something that you would want to tell the Prime Minister if it's not a big deal?
1: Fudge is a fucking moron. Yeah. There's, there's literally a lot of stuff where I'm just like, this guy's just a fucking moron.
0: It's almost like he knows what he's doing is wrong, but no matter what, even against this person that doesn't matter, he has to keep appearances. Maybe you know? this
1: book series is the only thing that Donald Trump has ever read, and this is where he learned Ew. how to lead a country. Ew. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe <laughs> he was like, he was like, oh, this guy, this guy, really smart this guy.
0: motherfucker. <laughs> this
1: he's got a cool hat. <laughs> Gross. Oh my god! I figured um, it out. <laughs> this is leadership inspiration.
0: Then the other thing in here was they were talking about the Dementors. I'd written How down. Oh, they're bleeding. breeding. They're breeding. <laughs> Can I tell you? At first, when I read it, I thought it said bleeding, and I wrote down bleeding. And then I was like, "But what does that have to do with anything? First of all, why are they bleeding, and why is that creating like the mist and everything? And then. Oh, okay, so these dementors are just fucking in the street and it's causing all this, like, this mist. Dementor fucking mist. (laughs) Somehow, this made me think of, like, mass consciousness and, like, raising your vibration. Like, when you exhibit things like gratitude or hope and raising your vibration, it allows you to align more with your higher self and it allows you to more easily manifest things. And so, in terms of the mass consciousness as well, it really made me think of that in terms of okay, dementors be fucking, and they are creating all this mist. And of course, the minister even picked up on it. Aren't these the motherfuckers that when you're around them, they bring down the mood yeah. and everything?
1: This poor guy's probably been like terrified about the idea of dementors since he first heard about them.
0: Yeah, because <laughs> like,
1: honestly, who wouldn't be?
0: Of course, <laughs> like, and if Fudge is coming in and having to give like a five minute like update on hey this is what's something that happens in our world the thought of hey there's these invisible beings that you can't see that feed off your despair right and make it worse it's terrifying essentially they're a personification of like anxiety you know
1: that's fucking terrible
0: what are you supposed to think after that and like what are you supposed to do with us this information (laughs) you
1: know
0: Move to a different country and change her name. For real. And it's the fucking prime minister and everything. So yeah, it is very much that recap. And then all of a sudden, he's like, oh no, I've been sacked. The people uprose and got me out of office. And I was like, yeah, just like how we're about to do in the U.S. To the the entirety of Congress, basically. Cool. And then (laughs) Scrimmager comes in and... I guess I never picked up on this as much, and very much again, the movies are coloring me because I don't know who the actor is. But
1: who plays Scrimger? Yeah, Bill Nye,
0: the science guy.
1: No, Bill Nye,
0: the science guy. I know, right?
1: (laughs) I think that's how you pronounce his name, Nye.
0: That is a joke I'm never gonna kill. So you guys better get used to that. How
1: do I pronounce his name, Ashley?
0: Yeah. What if Ashley her head poked out of my fireplace right now? (laughs)
1: <laughs> from, her, from
0: her cabin in Canada, where she is? Yeah, yeah, Into the non I've, I've
1: always pronounced his last name Nighy. He was the guy from Love Actually, because like the Christmas is all around.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah, no, the next time we talk about Jimger, I'm going to be like,
1: Bill, 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 Bill.
0: <laughs> he very much does look like a lion, don't he?
1: Oh, yeah. Like, the did.
0: way they describe him, the actor is almost disappointing to me now based on like right. a remember, because he has like golden eyes on this like luscious mane of locks and
1: yeah i, I would like that
0: i'm a little bit confused about rufus and i'm sure this is going to be a benefit of rereading the book but for some reason i always think of rufus as a bad guy but he's not right because immediately Jeez. he seems competent.
1: He's not a bad guy. The interesting thing about Rufus is, in much the same way, but obviously not at all the same way as Umbridge, he adds to the story in this way that is very interesting, but he's not clearly like, I'm gonna root for this guy, you know? And, like, just like with Umbridge, we weren't like, well, this bitch worked for Voldy, you know? Mm -hmm. We're like, we just fucking hate her, because she's garbage the way she is, you know? And with him... He is competent, but he's also still a politician. Yeah. And, like, there's something very interesting about him. You know, we only get him in two books. I am satisfied with his art and the character. I think it adds to the story well, and I I think that the character gets what they deserve. Okay.
0: Okay, good. Hearing you say that is good because there doesn't seem to be anything fully trustworthy about him. But instantly, him coming in and be like, okay, I'm the new guy. I'm in charge now. You're, wh- what was it? His, like, assistant or something is yeah. a whack job that's been under the Imperius curse. He a curse. duck. Not really. He, he a duck. That's <laughs> what it is. That's right. He thinks he's a duck. And Kingsley is here. That was... That me, guy you like, really okay. like, he's a wizard. Rufus got his shit together.
1: We should probably protect the Mongol Prime Minister, guys. What? <laughs> uh, the, you. You're, yeah. Get up. (laughs) Go take care of that, Kingsley. Like, I could just see that.
0: But I also want to see Rufus in all of his glory. Even his, like, name, Rufus Scrimmager. Like, it sounds like a lion. And now I want to see lion Rufus Scrimmager, not Bill Nye the Science Guy. So (laughs) I don't know if I have anything else. So
1: when I was reading this, I was caught off guard by just how finalizing the end of this chapter is in which the Prime Minister says, you're wizards. You can do magic. Surely you can mm. sort out well anything. And it says "Scrimjar turned slowly on the spot and exchanged an incredulous look with Fudge, who really did manage a smile this time. As he said kindly, the trouble is the other side can do magic too, Prime Minister. And like, that is such an eerie thing to think about. Just like, You know, they're like, so peace out, bye. I mean, I've not watched the Marvel movies, but it's like when people argue over who, like, the best Marvel villains are and stuff. And I'm like, well, you know, it would hardly... There would hardly be superheroes if, you know, if... I don't know. um, I don't know any villains. But, you know, if if they didn't have some other, you know, something that they're actually fighting against. It's not like Captain America is like, these guys are thieves, so I put them in jail. Like, it... He's fighting against someone else with powers.
0: Yeah, there's an interesting, like, reverse psychology, the way that you said it, that <clears> I really <throat> like. Um, also, like, even though that is a little bit eerie, I appreciate the, like, frank honesty. Because, obviously, that is something that we have missed a lot with with Fudge. So, mm-hmm. even though it's like, okay, here we are, we're being real, we're being honest, everything is scary, it's like, okay, great, at least it's not, like pulling the wool over our eyes and
1: all of that which is what fudge was doing we have to acknowledge that this very real threat is here and we have to acknowledge how powerful it is and that it's not because we're the good guys we're going to win because we have magic it's we have to be willing to fight because the ability and skill is the same on either side Mm. They're magic, and so are we. Obviously, that's a very classic thing about literature, but the poignancy of the minister of magic saying that to the Mughal prime minister as he's leaving is there's something about it that makes me go, yeah, being told that and being reminded that in such a dire situation in your leadership, again, I would fucking lose my shit and leave the country and change my name yeah, to John Smith.
0: You don't really look like a John.
1: Rebecca Jones.
0: (laughs) Maybe that's better. (laughs) Game time! Okay. So I asked her if she knew which game I would be doing prior to recording, and you still don't know? I don't know. Well, of course, this is my first opportunity to do a Mad Libs! Because I haven't had the opportunity. And so first chance I get, we're doing Mad Libs. Yay! So we are actually recording in my library today because uh, once again we learned with our last recording session in person that my laptop runs out of battery really quickly. So I actually have the Mad Lib in front of me. So just don't really look at my screen, I guess. I can't read
1: that (laughs) far, so
0: you're good. Alright, you ready?
1: Probably not.
0: All right, give me a time frame.
1: Four minutes.
0: Okay, give me an adjective. Forgotten. Like forgetful?
1: Forgetful, thank you.
0: You're welcome. I was like, like, forgotten uh, don't want to work, but forget what it is. A room.
1: Laundry room.
0: A game or sport? Curling. Gay, I like it. Plural noun.
1: Snakes.
0: Sorry, Ashley. Wait, why, why, Ashley? She doesn't
1: like snakes. She
0: doesn't like snakes. Oh, sorry, Ashley. I'm a Slytherin. Past tense verb.
1: Drove.
0: Oh my gosh, girl, you gotta get some fuckins and some dicks up in here. <laughs> <laughs> nickname. Oh,
1: Skinny dick. There we go. That was the nickname we came
0: up with. A sweet treat.
1: A dilly bar. <laughs> I
0: like it. Wow, that is like a deep cut too. Do you, do you know? It's from Dairy Queen. Yeah, yeah, but also
1: like it's a joke in that fucking play. Daily Departed.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it is. That's right. Oh my gosh. A noun.
1: Pickle. Oh,
0: there we go. Ballack objects. A department at a company. A
1: department at a company. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Receiving. <laughs>
0: I was thinking something like finance or accounting as <laughs> no, well. <I> don't. <laughs> so. A noun.
1: Cactus. Past
0: tense verb. Finished. That might have actually been the actual word that was used. But really? Well, I guess we'll figure that out when we do it. A number.
1: Seventy-three.
0: An animal. A hedgehog. <laughs> Good one. I like that. A magical creature.
1: Dummy guys.
0: A big event. Like a public event, like the Met Gallery, the Oscars or something like that.
1: It's Hall of Fame Week. It's a football hall of fame game.
0: Okay. It
1: is Uh, Hall of Fame week.
0: I don't know. I'm gay. I I don't know that information. I just just live
1: in Canton until literally this week.
0: That is true. That is true. (laughs) Verb with ING.
1: Fucking.
0: There we go. Another verb with (laughs) ING. Fucking again. Okay, a <laughs> uh, plural noun. And
1: this brackets. I
0: like it, a document type.
1: A document type. Yeah,
0: like a deed t- to your house or a power of attorney. An
1: affidavit.
0: Good one. Whoa. A uh, verb. Bite. A plural noun.
1: Does sheep work in that? Yeah. Okay.
0: The and then finally, a location. A park bench. Okay. This is the passage in this chapter where Fudge tells the other Prime Minister about the creatures coming into the country.
1: Okay. okay. Sorry, guys. I don't have funny words like Adam does. No,
0: that's okay. Although I really do wish that your location was your mama's house. All right. Because that's the first thing that came to my head. Less than four minutes later, a forgetful-looking fudge had appeared out of thin air in the laundry room to inform the Prime Minister that there had been a post of bother at the curling, or that was what it sounded like, World Cup, and that several snakes had been involved... But that the Prime Minister was not to drive. Do it. Don't drive. Don't do it. It's dangerous. The fact that Skinny Dick's mark had been seen again meant nothing. Bar was sure it was an isolated pickle. And the receiving department was dealing with all cactus modifications as they spoke. Oh... And almost finished, Fudge had added. We've imported 73 foreign hedgehogs and a demi for the Football Hall of Fame game. Quite routine. The Department for the Fucking and Eating of Magical Tennis Rackets (laughs) tells me (laughs) that it's down in the affidavit that we have to bite you if we're bringing in highly dangerous sheep into the park bench. (laughs) I like the fucking and eating of Magical Tennis Rackets. Also the highly dangerous sheep highly dangerous sheep the highly dangerous sheep into your mama's house (laughs) Let's talk about the movie. So <laughs> So hey, guess what? We are still on our bullshit. We didn't watch the movie. That's
1: because it's not in it.
0: Yes. But yeah. But we do see the bridge kind of like twists.
1: Yeah, it opens with Vilni <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Uh, <laughs> <Bill> Nike <Nighy, laughs> how do you pronounce Bill it? Vilnai. Bill Bill
0: that's who he is now. <laughs> didn't expect that. He's to always
1: come guys, he's always going to be Slardy Fest. That is a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, oh that's my God. That's who he was in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. So what if we just called him Slurdy Bart Fest? I'll call
0: him that. I'll call him Bill <laughs> Nye <None> the <of> Science Guy.
1: <laughs> um, but you have this like opening with just like his face. It's like an extreme close up of him being like politician things, blah, 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 blah. And then that's how the fucking thing goes oh, into it. Oh, yeah. okay. And then we'll find out when we watch it next time. But I think it just goes right into being with the Weasleys. I don't Yeah. Remember.
0: I guess for the start of... Oh, no,
1: I I remember how the movie starts now. Dumbledore cock-blocking Harry. That's right.
0: Oh, okay, okay, yes, I do remember that.
1: That pretty girl. So, anyway, but yeah, the the movie is not really... Yeah, it it doesn't really give you much, but it does give you the the bridge breaking, which is kind of terrifying.
0: It is kind of terrifying, Um, yes. Especially when you have to go over the 480 bridge. Although I haven't been using the highway lately, because construction...
1: That's really it. We'll definitely have more to say in in future chapters about the movie. Yeah, I think... This one is not there. This one would have been a really cool one to have, I think.
0: Well, it would have. I do agree with you there. But, again, I think starting off the movie with, like, politics not yeah. exactly I don't, I
1: don't I don't think it's necessary for the, for the movie but you know as people who want all the things
0: yeah that's true that's right about like they're at like the cafe and seeing that pretty girl that is kind of like hitting on Harry yeah and then Dumbledore appears by that perfume at is like nah bitch right we got That'll shopping to do
1: <laughs> we got shopping to do <laughs> we are gonna go shopping for a new professor yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: we will definitely talk about that in the next yeah. episode where we watch the movie Plus 10 to the actual Prime Minister, because he is downloading a lot of information that he can't do much about. Plus 10 to Kingsley, because he's there to protect him. Because
1: he's Kingsley and he's the best.
0: And plus 10 to Bill the Science Guy, because he is <laughs> competent. <Yeah. laughs> he's coming in. He's looking like a sexy lion.
1: Sexy lion.
0: Uh, plus 5 to Amelia Bones and Emily Vance, because they did.
1: Because <laughs> they did.
0: And then negative 10 to Fudge, because he because sucks. Fudge.
1: <laughs> This is starting off as expected. Yes. Exactly. Tune in for more reasons to get rid of points for Fudge, even though he's not in the rest of the book.
0: Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Who's going to lose this one? It might actually be Voldemort for once. We'll see.
1: <laughs>
0: All right. Well, next time, chapter two.
1: Chapter two, Spinner's End.
0: Good. Because <laughs> I was like, I had no fucking idea. Yeah. Spinner's End. Wait, what? So, they is that the street that. What's his face?
1: Live on? Oh, you! I I forgot. Yeah, no, that is not where. Is
0: that where? Oh my god! I feel uh, like you
1: forgot the second chapter of this book, and I'm so excited for you to be like. You feel like
0: you you really do feel like no shit, bitch! (laughs) I I have no idea what's going on. Like, um, uh, Mrs. uh, Mrs. Fig, that also sounds like the street that Mrs. Fig lives on. (laughs) No wait a minute is this something having to do with like the baddies they're like going to be like we have to kill Dumbledore
1: ish yeah
0: well we'll find out in the next episode won't we find out next week
1: yes thanks guys thank
0: you we're so excited to be back
1: season Season 6 episode (laughs) 2
0: yes it is episode 2 I was about to be like no that's next time no it is episode 2 yeah alright bye